Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Much, 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 much later on in the show. Maybe we'll touch on Nets next. We're going to the game tonight. That'll be fun. We'll mix in some baseball today. The manager of the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone's going to stop by. We'll chit-chat with him coming up at 4.30. And obviously a lot of football as we march closer to Championship Sunday. But I think as Jet and Giant fans, when we watch the NFL playoffs, there's a lot of this could be us, a lot of we need to follow this model mm-hmm. when watching teams. And I'll never forget when Dave Gettleman said the Kansas City model to describe the Giant plan. Well, while watching the NFL playoffs, I know the plan the Jets have and really what I want them to envy being. And it's realistic. It's not crazy. It's not something that's far-fetched. It's more realistic than you could imagine. So I want everybody to take a seat right now. Give me a knee. I feel like a coach. Give me a knee. <laughs> and I want to explain to you why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers model is the New York Jets model. Oh, interesting. But they have Aaron Rodgers. And they had Tom Brady. And let's start there. Okay. Both franchises, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets, had very long playoff droughts. And they were both close to being a playoff team, but they felt like they were one player away. And Tampa Bay, coming off of a 7-9 season, 7-9 season, added Tom Brady. And we all know what happened the following year. They won the Super Bowl. The New York Jets, coming off a 7-10 season, (laughs) essentially are adding Aaron Rodgers. But it's more than that. It's more than adding the Hall of Famer to a roster that's close. Because that's obvious. We all know that. That's not even what I mean by the Tampa Bay model. What I always hear about the risk of the New York Jets is, hey, guys, you're going all in. You're going all, all in on Aaron Rodgers. Like Tampa Bay went all, all in on Tom Brady. And guess what happened? Tom Brady left. And instead of panicking, who's your next quarterback, they answered it the same way I fully expect the Jets to answer it in two to three years. You don't know who's going to become available. Mm -hmm. You don't know if a former number one overall pick is going to be sitting there three teams later as a perfect marriage for you. And what did Tampa Bay do upon Tom Brady retiring? They signed Baker Mayfield. They won nine games. They won their division. They won a playoff game. The idea that the Jets are all in and then after Aaron Rodgers is gone, it's all one giant hellscape, that's not true. Well, The Buccaneers are proof of that. They are the model of what we're trying to be. No, you're right. And I'm glad you bring up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I know them well. Obviously, my brother played there for 16 years, and he's basically still has an office in the building, and he knows everybody down there. And so it brings to light their general manager, Jason Light, Mm -hmm. who – not only figured out a way to get Peyton or uh, 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 Tom Brady with uh, Bruce Arians, which was a great coach, um, you know, quarterback combination. Even though it kind of got sour at the end, but it still felt like a great combination. But more importantly, he drafted so well 
that this team was set up to be good, no matter who the quarterback was, as long as it was competent. Right. So don't forget that Mike Evans is an all timer, right, in the NFL. I mean, he could he's probably headed towards the Hall of Fame if he has four or five more great years, not even great years, just really good years. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. You got a number two in Chris Godwin, who's one of the best possession receivers in football. You've done well at tight end. Obviously, Gronk was there, but now you got Kate Otten. You think of the defensive side of the ball with Levante David and Antoine Winfield Jr. Like, like they've done so well drafting the ancillary pieces that they can afford to just pick and choose the quarterback. You know what I mean? And so, and the most important one is the offensive line. So the one part about the Jets. It worries me, and your plan mm-hmm. is the offensive line, right? The 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 Buccaneers have. I mean, they missed on a tackle. They moved in the guard. He's one. Or missed on the guard. They moved in the tackle. He's one of the best tackles in football, right? They moved their right tackle, who was fantastic, over to left tackle. He's still one of the best tackles in football. So their offensive line has been the big issue. The one thing, the one weakness of the Jets is the offensive line. I get it, but guess what? Jason Light, who did a fine job, was also the general manager of the Buccaneers for six freaking years where they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So they were building something, but I don't think anybody thought at that moment, coming off a 7-9 season, and before that a 5-11 and season, and before that a 5-11 and season, I don't think anyone thought, wow, just add the quarterback and you're going to win. And not only are you going to win, you're going to have sustained success mm-hmm. because they made the playoffs three consecutive years. Yes, they've benefited from a bad division. I own that. But then when it ended, then when the run was over because Tom Brady walked away, and I'm not naive enough to know that Aaron Rodgers is going to play forever. He's going to walk away. Are you able to escape after it's over and not be left for dead? And I think there's been an assumption amongst Jet fans and non-Jet fans that we're all in for two years, and then that's it. The world is over. And I think the Buccaneers are proof that that's not the case. So I understand how they built to get there, but let's not act yeah. like the Buccaneers were anything special until they added that final ingredient, which was the right quarterback. The other thing that you can't discount is how bad their division has been. I mean, it's been terrible. They, they were almost guaranteed to get to the postseason, especially during the Tom Brady years. And even after Tom Brady left, they were an, or even last year when Tom Brady was there, they were a nine-win team. No, okay, they were okay. eight-win team. Tiki, that's the last two years. The first year he was there, they didn't even win their division. They won 11 games and were a wild-card team. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the last few years they've benefited from that. But what the Buccaneers have shown you, and this is why to my fellow Jet fans who believe you got to draft a quarterback, you have to think about the future, you don't. Hmm. Like, you really don't because the Buccaneers showed you. They put it on a roadmap this year. Just wait. Take a deep breath. Baker Mayfield was out there. They added Baker Mayfield. Right. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, sure, the division sucked. They won nine games and won a playoff game. Like, the Buccaneers are proof that, yes, adding the quarterback can put you over the top when you're relatively close. That's example number one. And that's the ultimate hope with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. And then what they've also shown you is the world isn't over when Aaron retires. Yeah. You just got to open your eyes look around and make the right quarterback decision and a credit to Jason Light and a credit, I guess, to Todd Bowles. They made the right decision (laughs) because after Tom retired, they got to the divisional round. Yeah, no, look, the only thing is it feels feels just convenient to mention, to think that that can happen to the Jets. Why not? Because who's going to be the quarterback? And again, I don't want to – you can't think that far out right now, which is probably two years. 
right? Two more seasons. You want my answer? Right? So, I'll give you a specific answer. You who, want me to answer you? Who is the, who is the free agent okay. quarterback? I'll tell you. Waffling in the wind, young enough that he's not, you know, over the hill like You're right. Joe Flacco. You're right. Baker's 28 years old, 29. Who is that guy? You want answers? Tell me. Can you handle it? <laughs> Go ahead. I'll name you three guys. Go ahead. I won't even give you one. Because I'm looking ahead, right? Two uh-huh. years from now, Aaron gives it his all. Hopefully they win a Super Bowl. Probably not. I'll give you name number one. Don't hey, say Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones? <laughs> I knew you were going to say Daniel but Jones. But I'll give you name number two. Go ahead. Because I can guarantee to you, in two and a half years, he'll be available. Dak Prescott. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, I'll give you another one. Oh, you want more? Justin Fields. Like, I don't know what he's going to look like in two years. That's crazy. I don't know what team he's going to be on. We have to stop living in this long-term moment because what ends up happening and the Buccaneers are great proof of it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Is that you never know who's going to become available. And what Tampa Bay did, what Light deserves credit for, is that he knew, let's go all in on Tom. Let's give it our best shot. Mm -hmm. He was there for three years. They won a championship. They lost in the divisional round to a team that won the championship, and they lost in the wild card round. And then we'll figure it out. And guess what? They figured it out. Right, so I. So here's the thing. I when you say it, and when I when you when it comes out of your mouth, and I hear it in my mind, I'm like, yeah, it's a good plan. But things have to work out so perfectly for that to to have any kind of success, right? You got to draft well, draft the right lineman. You got to have stars at certain positions like wide receiver, like middle linebacker, like safety, like the Buccaneers have, an up-and-coming running back as well, right? In three years, where is Brees Hall? I don't know. But Rashad White, who is the Tampa Bay running back, is a pretty stud. He's a stud, right? He's third or fourth in receiving targets for running backs, and he's also a good runner. Like, like all of those things have to fall right to have the success of the Bucs. And you got to have a division this year that stinks, I don't think the, the AFC East is ever going to be just terrible. I just can't see it happening. Now, maybe New England finds it's struggling to get back to their uh, their heights because they can't find the right coach or can't find the right quarterback, and so maybe they sit in the basement for a while, but Miami's not going anywhere anytime you soon. You don't know that. That's the beauty of football. I don't think football. Buffalo's you, going anywhere anytime you, soon. You don't know that. Like, here's the beautiful thing about cyclical divisions going up and down. You don't know what division's going to suck two years from now. You may know in the moment, but you don't know down the road. And what Tampa Bay did so brilliantly, and this is what I want the Jets to do, and it's proof. It's living proof from a team that was playing football until 48 hours ago. Live in the moment. Try to win now. Because when you have to make big decisions in two years, they'll be there for you to make. Now, that doesn't mean Joe Douglas is definitely going to make the right decision, but the quarterbacks becoming available in two years, that should remind you that come April, come May, you don't have to draft a quarterback because you don't have to think about two years from now. What you've got to think about, just like Tampa thought about in 2020, was, wow, we have Tom Brady, let's go for it. And I envision that Aaron Rodgers, not necessarily that he's going to win a Super Bowl, but I think he's giving the Jets three years. Tom Brady got to Tampa Bay in 2020. 
This is Aaron Rodgers' emergence in 2024. Last year was kind of a wash. You kind of throw it out. I think he's giving you three years, maybe two, to try to win. But the idea I hear pushed from the more Ashers of the world and even some Jet fans is, well, you're all in. You better do it now. You can't win later. The Bucks are proof that you can. They just did it. They got to the divisional yeah, round of the playoffs. But they, but they also have, like, an all-pro wide receiver in Mike Evans. They have an all-pro left tackle in Tristan Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Right, Jets right. have that. Brees Hall, they have that. They, They're they going to draft a, the lineman have, in the first round this year. one of the best nose tackles in football in Vita Vea. They have an all-pro middle linebacker. Quinn and Williams, David. Quincy Williams. They got an all-pro at safety. Really? Uh, Antoine Winfield. So you're, so you're saying that that defense, all those names you mentioned, that by the way, the year Tom Brady got there, they were like 30th in defense. You're telling me those names are better than what the Jets have on their roster no, right now? I don't know, but... I, See, I, I do that, know. That's the problem. I don't know what the Jets are going to look like. So, you, to, to me, it's it's a good idea. Thank you. But it doesn't sound like a plan. What? Right. And so, if you're the general manager, how can you plan on? All right, let's just see what happens with Aaron for three years, and then then we'll and then this is our this is going to be our plan. Let's look what Tampa did. That's going to be our plan. No, because the truth is, and I think we forget this sometimes because we fall so in love with how perfectly things are working in Green Bay Mm -hmm. and how things work so perfectly in Kansas City. We fall in love with the idea that you need to draft a quarterback and you need to set yourself up for the future. When the reminder that the Buccaneers gave you, and even to a weirder degree, the Lions, because they ended up trading for Jared Goff, Mm -hmm. is that you don't have to just acquire your quarterback in the draft, especially when you put together a really damn good roster. Well, well, I mean, forget the Lions. The the Rams. (laughs) The Rams drafted, obviously, Jared Goff, and they got rid of him because they wanted a vet. Right. So the vet is the one that got them the championship. It wasn't the kid that they drafted who turned out to be pretty damn good and is in the NFC, champ- or NFC championship right now on another team. Right. So, yeah, drafting a quarterback is great. I'm I'm with you on that side. Like, I, I think it's we're past the you have to have your franchise quarterback. Remember that was always the talk? Who's your franchise quarterback? You got to draft the franchise quarterback. You got Nobody ever thought you could find the franchise quarterback. You always had to draft it. I think that's changed in a lot of ways because Matt Stafford, he is the franchise quarterback for the LA Rams, right? Without him, they don't they're not the same team because he's so he's he's above the X's and O's. He's right there with their head coach, coordinator, uh and 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 so he's the one that makes it go. And they didn't draft him. So I hear you. You're right about that. But all of the other stuff that the Bucks did well, mm-hmm. especially with limited financial resources because they're cap, they were in cap hell. I mean, that's just good GMing, and and some of it's luck, but a lot of it's just really good GMing. This plan by Evan is as flawed as any one of the numerous diets I've been on for 19 years. <laughs> Evan, first of all, there's one major, actually two major differences right off the jump from the Buck model to Jet model. Year one, Bucks and Brady, Super Bowl. Year one for the Jets, four plays Achilles. Yeah, okay. but if, hold on. In That's fair, a big part of it. In, in fairness, I think we need to look at next year as truly okay. year one. He didn't play. All right, well, then. Now, I get it. He got hurt but and Brady, things happened. Brady, year one, wasn't coming off an Achilles, which is part of this. I got you. Also, number two, big issue. Bruce Arians or Robert Sala to navigate your team through a playoff in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Because the head coach freaking matters. And the fact that Aaron Rodgers, and look, we all like Sala, good guy. We all now are severely questioning if you already weren't. No question. Him as a head coach. No question. Big issue. I agree with that. Number three, Atiki, you know, brought this up. It's so true. The Bucks this year became the first team in NFL history to have a bottom 10 defense and offense and make the divisional round. And despite all the talent Tiki's talking right. about. 
The reason they were able to do that, I think, was perfectly luck and symmetry. 8-9 last year, the year this year. You can tell me you don't think the AFC East is going to be like that. Brady wasn't an idiot when picking Tampa. He knew how yeah, to do was. You're trusting that the Jets in three years become as crappy in other areas as Tampa Bay. My point is they found a quarterback. Like, that's my right, overall well, point, well, and this is that you can find that guy in two or three years, and Look, if you find the right guy in front. And by the way, all those names I mentioned to Tiki when he said, who you thinking in three years, obviously it's a pure guess. A lot can happen. All those guys are realistically available in three years. No, you're not wrong. I mean, maybe. And none of them, by the way, are superstars. It's not like I'm giving you some fantasy I mean, about Pat Mahomes. Dak Prescott was an MVP candidate. That's, a, that's an army for another day. Here's the thing, though. Baker Mayfield. The Bucks don't even know whether they've made a mistake or not. We're going to know a lot this offseason. <laughs> How much you paying Baker Mayfield this offseason? Yeah, because they got him on a one-year deal. Four million. Four million. <laughs> he is going to get a massive upgrade off of this year. Are the? Do you think the Bucks are comfortable paying Baker Mayfield a three, four-year contract right now? No, but in one year after having Tom Brady leave and retire, uh-huh. they were able to bring in enough quarterback production to win their division despite being so, bottom 10 in so defense. So you think that's easy to do? You think that model's there where the Jets are going to find a guy in no, a one-year sure, deal sure. for that cheap? I, I wouldn't use the word easy. I would say it's much more realistic than people give credit for. No, no, it's no. assumed that they have to find I, their quarterback I, no, in the draft. What the Bucks just did... And all of the stars aligning, and for that to happen, might be the most impossible route to build a contender in I, NFL I history. I think you're right. I think you're right about that. Because I, it's to be determined whether it's it's sustainable. Mike Evans is getting a year older. Right. Levante, David, I think he's I think he's wrapped up, but whatever, he's here. But I, but I know that there are other linebackers. Devin White, he's likely to leave in free agency. Um, Shaq Barrett's getting old. Right. Like At some point, it just all... Like crumbles. It's this nice little house that's been built, but there's not really a foundation. Right. It's just like some some good windows. It's no, no, you're you're, act, you're actually right. right. You, put a, you put a sweet ass chimney on that Dude, thing. If if, Car- if Carolina takes CJ Stroud, are we even having this Bucks conversation this year? Probably not. And you're actually right that you're right about the coach. They had an advantage, but you're also right. The Jets have a roster advantage. You're right. Jets have a better roster. The Jets defense on paper far better. Than what the Bucks had in 2019 when they went seven and nine. Like, think about where both franchises came from. They came from the same place. Right. The Jets are seven and ten. The Bucks were seven and nine. Look, one of the big differences: the Bucks quarterback was a turnover machine mm-hmm. in Jameis Winston. The Jets' issue was they just couldn't get like halfway decent quarterback play. Right. But I think <laughs> the similarities are there. And what it reminds you is not that the Jets are a lock to win the Super Bowl. I haven't said that this discussion. It's more that I see how this thing can work for the next two years and how you're not screwed when Aaron Rodgers is gone. Like, there's an assumption that they're screwed when he's gone, and that's not true. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in a lot of ways— and you talk about Bruce Arians? Bruce Arians ain't the coach right now, by the way, Bubba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, by, and do you have any faith the Bucs are going to do any more than what their ceiling was this year? But, but by my point is, are they screwed? Are they sitting at 5-12? and 12? They made the playoffs and played the division around. Last okay. year when the Giants did that, you wanted to have a parade. And like, guess what happened this year? A major step back with it. You predicted, <laughs> by the way, for six wins and nail, but you hey, won't pick that for the Bucs. All, all I know, that's your model. All I know is if the Jets follow suit with what Tampa's accomplished over the last four years, I'd be a pig and bleep. Yeah. A Super Bowl? An exit in the divisional round, an exit in the wild card yeah. round, Aaron leaves, and then I'm in the divisional yeah. round again? I mean... And yeah. last but not least, What's another, up? another major difference. I don't care about Hall of Fame, and I don't care about age. Aaron Rodgers ain't a pimple on the fanny of Tom Brady in terms of greatness in Super Bowls. Mm. 
Checkmate. See you, later. <laughs> you already know. But, but this is the bed we've lied in. The Hall of Fame quarterback, who, yes, is not Tom Brady. I'd be the first to admit that. But we're in this bed. And I don't think when we wake up after our few nights of fun in this bed with this Hall of Famer. A few nights. We're gonna Yeah, three years. Oh, so that's like three nights. I oh, got it, got it. That's the way I frame it. I was making sure. I don't think we're going to wake up with the hangover you all expect. You sure it's not going to be a one-night stand? <laughs> oh, you think he's gone after a year? With, with bed bugs. <laughs> you know what the only difference is in all seriousness? If Aaron Rodgers follows the Brady model and wins the Super Bowl this season. Right? They win it all. I think he bounces. Then I think he bounces. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I, mean, I'll, I think I'll accept that. We'll get to your calls next, 877-337-6666. We are live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I think it's a realistic model that's already been laid out. The Tampa model. Bring in the Hall of Fame veteran off of a 7-9 and nine season. Go give yourself a shot for three years. And then when it's all over, you find a quarterback off the scrap heap who's a former number one overall pick. You win nine games, you're in, you're in, and you're in the second round. I am a little disappointed. Sometimes you come in, you feel smart, you feel good, you feel good about your football team, you feel good about what you're saying, and then you got Tiki Barber and Sean Morash raining on my parade that the Tampa Bay Buccaneer model is not the proper model for the Jets to follow. No, but it's just uh, everything has to go perfect in order for it to work. That's the really. thing I'm saying. Not really. Not really. In fact, let me lay out some more facts that are very odd about the Buccaneers and the New York Jets. You went away in the break and thought of some more facts. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I did this last night, 4 a.m. Couldn't sleep. What's wrong with you? I get, you know, I got so jealous of Sean because Sean comes in today and says, I slept 12 straight hours. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, how is that even humanly possible? There's always something that's waking me up. Within a couple of hours. Did you just ignore your kids? Like, oh, my kids both slept till 8.15 this morning. I went home and right to bed. I was shot. You say nothing to watch. It was great. Wow. Now, to That's be impressive. To be honest, I, I urinated about six different times, but, you know, I don't count that. <laughs> no, I get you. I you just, were in bed and not having anything to do. Yeah. Yes. I just think about my night. I fell asleep at 9 o'clock, and then I was up at 10.15. Then I fell asleep, and I was up at 11.30. And I fell asleep, and I was up at 2.30. Then I fell asleep, and then 4 a.m., the epiphany about the epiphany about the Buccaneers and the Jets. So I'm jealous of you, but listen to me about this. Go ahead. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were on a 12-year playoff drought before Tom Brady walked through that door. Currently, the Jets are at 13 years. You could say it was the same number <laughs> to the until day. Aaron got hurt mm -hmm. to the day. So the Bucs were on a massive playoff drought. During that time, they had only three winning seasons. During our time, we've only had one winning season. Over the last three years before Tom Brady walked through that door, the Buccaneers had a record of 17-31. and 31. Over the last three years, counting this season as a year Aaron wasn't there because he really wasn't, the Jets are 18-33, and 33, <laughs> which is essentially the same record. Oh, and by the way, I get it, offensive line, offensive line. One of the key members that the Buccaneers added to their offensive line is a young man by the name of Tristan Wirfs. You guys are familiar with him. Absolutely. He was drafted in the draft after they signed Tom Brady. So let's oh. not act like things can't change. And by the way, he's not the only one. That was actually one of Light's really good drafts yes. that helped elevate the Buccaneers from a seven-win team to what they ended up becoming, an 11-win team, and a team winning the Super Bowl. So there are two angles to the Buccaneer plan. One is simply I'm taking a seven-win team with a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I'm giving myself a legitimate chance to win. But the other part of the plan is the fact that when that old man leaves, I go get a veteran, and if I've built a good unit and a right. good roster, I'll be able to win some games. So what you're saying is that the 
New York Jets are going to take a future Pro Bowl, All Pro, maybe Hall of Fame left tackle in this draft. They better. And then <laughs> in the second round, yes. they're going to take a Pro Bowl future maybe defensive player of the year at safety. No, we don't need that. We, right? need, we need a wide receiver. Because, because that's who that's who got drafted. Antoine Winfield I understand, yeah. got drafted in the second round. It was that, a great draft. That Tristan Wurst draft. Yeah. It was a great draft. But yes. that's my point. So, so much of this depends on drafting like perfectly. You can't miss. You can't have what the Giants have had with some of their offensive line drafts. Mm-hmm. You just can't miss and expect to be good with your number one pick and then maybe not get the impactful guys in the second round either. So you like you have to hit it. And there's so there's pressure to, to make this thing work if it's gonna work the way that you're laying it out. And, yeah. it's, and it's a plan that it's so dependent on so many disparate things. It just I think it's I don't know if it's the right plan. Can you just I'm admit not saying that it's a bad plan? Yeah. I'm just saying I don't know if it's a right one. Can you guys just admit that the similarities kind of they oh, shake you a little yeah. bit? The statistical similarities Thank are you. ridiculous. Thank you, I, Evan. Thanks. You know what? I'm going to apologize. I should assume that the general manager whose first round offensive line picks include Makai Becton and now, <laughs> unfortunately, injury prone Elijah Vera Tucker that he will absolutely nail. By the way, an all pro tackle that only moved to left tackle for the first year this year because he had the benefit of starting at right tackle while the team already had a really good left tackle and Donovan. Smith in place, but let's ignore all those. No, but let's not, Congrats. I'm sorry. But yeah. Let's not ignore the fact that Jason Light, who's done a fine job, was the general manager of the Buccaneers for six years in which they were losing every single year. Yeah, they, like, they were rough. If you want to look at overall similarities, not just specific players, because I could go pick for pick. I mean, Joe Douglas has had some good picks. Like, There's no denying that. Obviously, there are major concerns on the offensive line, but this is a general manager who also had won nothing. He had been there for six years yeah. before adding Brady and not only having a team that made the playoffs, but a team that made the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. And I'm not telling you the Jets are winning the Super Bowl. I'm just telling you this plan can lead to success while Aaron is here and then lead to some success even when Aaron's gone. Yeah. It gives me hope. The The perfect storm of Tampa was obviously Tom Brady and Tristan Wirfs and Donovan Smith, who was already there, is uh, as Sean aptly pointed out, he's now with the Kansas City Chiefs, right? It, obviously, it all mattered, but the X factor was the coach. They also got Bruce Arians, yes, which changed a lot. They also made the playoffs, won a playoff game with Todd Bowles. Just, to, just to be fair, <laughs> toll free numbers eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's kick it off with Mike in Ramtown. What's up, Mike? Hey, Evan Tiki, how you guys doing? We're good. Good man. Good. Hey, just wanted to touch Evan. Uh, love you, but I got to agree with Tiki on that. You said a couple times the only difference. That's mm-hmm. the phrase you used between the Bucks <laughs> and the Jets. Now, also, I think the Bucks model that you're predicating your theory on, I don't think you'd be uh, so reinforcing that if the Bucks hadn't won a Super Bowl. I think it would be like, oh, they signed a veteran quarterback, they signed some free agents, drafted a couple guys, and they still didn't win. Right. Oh, big deal. With Aaron Rodgers, you got to win. You're in, you're in it for it all. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an honest answer that you're not gonna believe because I get it. I get Mike thinking this or Tiki thinking this or Sean thinking this, which is if you don't win the Super Bowl, this is a disaster. And ultimately, I may feel that way. But right now, when you are in the Sahara Desert and you haven't had a drink in a long, long time. I'm looking to play meaningful football in January. Yeah. I'm looking for you and I to not be talking about Tampa models, but talking about, I don't know, models that went to a Jet playoff game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get also it. Also Tampa models. 
I, I get it. You got to win a Super Bowl. But I just want them playing in the championship game also, again. But it also feels like, like you're skipping through the most important thing, which is what the hell is going to happen for the Jets in 2024. Right, that's the bigger story. No, no, but he's saying they have to win a Super Bowl, otherwise my plan is flawed. When I don't even think that's the case. I just want to be good. Oh, off of Mike's call, yeah, my, you, I want to be just, good. You just want to make the playoffs and have a chance to go to the next level. I want to be a serious threat to go to the Super Bowl. I want to be hyped up that the Jets are getting their crack mm-hmm. against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I admit. If we lose, when we lose, will I come on the radio massively disappointed and said, of course, I'm not going to deny that. But right now, when they haven't seen the playoffs since 2010, like, just get there and be a threat, right. dude. To me, it feels like you're setting up the contingency before we ever see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. And it's funny because we go back to, I guess it was November when all this conversation about whether Aaron was going to play or not this year and you were saying, regardless of whether the Jets are still in it or not, you need to see it play. Mm-hmm. He needs to play because you need to feel it, right? You need to feel this Aaron Rodgersness take over the Jets, even if it doesn't mean anything from a from a, from a, uh, a wins and losses standpoint. But it's to me, in your mind, it feels like you're already going past the Aaron Rodgers. Days. You know why I am? Why? You want, because there's a lot of thought of you have to find your Rodgers replacement. And I think the Buccaneers showed you, you don't have to find your Tom Brady replacement in the first year he's there. Yeah, but I think what last year taught you, or should have taught you, and I'm pretty sure it did, is that that guy, that Baker Mayfield player, you need him next year also. Well, that's a different story. Do they need a real backup? Of course. I think we all know that. Let's go to Tony in Deer Park. Hey, Tony. Hey, what's up, fellas? Listen, first of all, from yesterday, before I make my point, I cried when the Giants lost to the 49ers in 0-2 in that playoff game. Yeah, that was I bad. never went back to the restaurant that I watched that game. That changed the time. <laughs> oh, never. That's we'll never up. go back. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Yeah. But what if, he, what Evan, if he called you up and said, hey, uh, you know, Tony, I apologize. I was bad luck. Can you come back in? We like your money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go, to the, I'll go to their other location. I'll never go to the Farmingdale one. Ever, that's ever funny. again. That's funny. So, Evan, listen, I, uh, you know I love you. I think you're crazy. I think that this is sad, pathetic. <laughs> um, I mean, first off, Morass hit it on the head. He ain't Brady. He ain't Brady. And you guys can't get a quarterback. And, and you know, every year, you, it's not that easy to get a quarterback, especially the Jets. You think you could get someone after after Rodgers? You know what I can tell you? And this is the damn truth. Forget Joe Namath. in the Because la- I don't know how old you are, Tony. Are you in your 40s, 50s? 40, I'm, I'm going to be 45 in okay. two weeks. So you're basically in my age demo. I'm 40. If yeah. I asked you, statistically and performance-wise, who are the best quarterbacks the Jets have ever had, mm. your answer is going to be, think about it, your answer is going to be Vinny Testaverde. Right, yeah. <laughs> A veteran they added. For one season, you may even say Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. A oh. veteran they added. I love Chad Pennington. He's absolutely on the list, and he was drafted. I don't want to minimize that. Mm-hmm. Same with Mark Sanchez. When you look at the history of the Jets finding good quarterbacks, they've actually done okay hitting veterans. But they haven't been – I'm trying to think. who Have any of them been sustained? But that's the problem. The Jets' history stinks. So both no plans sustained. Right, right. <laughs> drafting and the short-term answers, guess what? They don't result in rings, so stop saying this one doesn't work and this one does. Yeah, but wait, well, hold on. You say sustained. Like, I just told you I got Aaron Rodgers for two, maybe three years, which I think you agree with. Yes. Then I gave you, maybe when that's over, and I gave you specific names at the top of the show, 
veterans like Daniel Jones, ooh, dirty name, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, Justin Fields. You never know. You really want to hear, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I may. All day. Like I just, Jets game. Here we go. Here we go. Well, for winning, yes. <laughs> I just gave you like a five-year plan, and your answer is, oh, it's not sustained enough. Like, what do you want, a 10-year plan? No, 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 no. no. I'm not even talking about years. that. You're talking about all of the all of the talent at quarterbacks, like yeah. the best of the talent. It's like two-year stints. I understand. <laughs> oh, I told, sometimes it's all you need, by the way. Right. Oh, I mean... Yeah, I guess so, but everything else has got to be just right. Obviously, in a dream world, we all have a franchise quarterback for the next 20 years. Like, we all have that. Giant fans, Jet fans, mm-hmm. whoever's listening, whatever team you root for. That's your dream. You want Pat Mahomes. That's very, very tough to do. And I'd rather go this plan in which I'm using my assets to try to win right now when I've got a 40-year-old quarterback as opposed to overthinking three years from now. When the Buccaneers just showed you, you don't have to overthink three years from now. Baker Mayfield fell in their lap. And every year they're veteran quarterbacks if you make the right move. They may not be Pat Mahomes. No one's saying they're Pat Mahomes. But they can help you win. Mm-hmm. How do you say so confidently also that oh, two to three years we'll definitely get more at Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> How do you say that confidently? I say it as an educated guess. Like if I asked you right now, educated guess. How many more years does Aaron Rodgers spend in New York with the Jets? 40. Okay, that's fine. I, I know I, his my, age. My, get, my gut tells me this is it this year. There one is, year. There is one guy who's done it at a high level past 40. One. One. And his name was Tom Brady. So what's your guess? You're saying it's only one year? Is that what you're saying? I, I For your sake, I hope he wins the Super Bowl and then just bounces. That wasn't my question, though. I, I, I appreciate that's what Max, you hope. I, Max, I see two. Okay. That's fine. I think two years is right in that same possibility. I think it's two to three. Aaron has already talked about playing multiple mm-hmm. years. He's and he's only... already talked about being 90% retired into a dark hole. <laughs> yeah, we ignore that. That was a year ago with oh, an organization right? he was miserable with. So how do you know what he's going to be? Yeah, I'm, the Jets, by the way, don't seem like an organization you're not going to be miserable with after two years. <laughs> if he it. isn't miserable now after his first year here with the mess he just watched, he what wasn't around. Think? Yes, exactly. He was in L.A. and on McAfee half He the was around. He's the one who said there's too no, much leaking. And despite all that he's still committed to multiple yeah, years. Yeah, that's what he parachuted back in at the end of the season. He didn't even make the trip to Buffalo. Did you know what that feels as like? As much as you think, and maybe people in the audience think, I'm rooting for what I'm saying, and that's where it's coming from. You guys, not you, Tiki, because you're fair. Uh, Baldy over there, he's rooting for this. No, you're rooting for no, failure not. and for him to be gone in a year. I'm giving you an educated no, guess based on what he's also said publicly. No, he I, wants to play for multiple years, dude. I'm not making it up. This is going to break your heart. I'm rooting for a sustained jet run. Sure. No, no, I am. Sure. I know that Aaron Rodgers doesn't give us that path. By the way, I'm about that business now, okay? I'm over <laughs> on this local side of FAN. I want the Jets to be good for 10 years. Now, I may want them to have their hearts ripped out like the Bills do every year, but I want them to be relevant. They ain't going to be relevant when Aaron Rodgers is here. Hey, Sean, just feel good because he's changed his insults. He's not calling you fatty anymore. He called you baldy. He called me fatty in the newsroom 10 minutes before the show But at started. least it wasn't on air. I, I didn't, actually. Yeah. I was saying, hypothetically, if I called you that, if you're <laughs> being you, fair then, about then, it. then you might as well have just called me. <laughs> it's very different. But I'm bald, too, so. That's true. Oh, we're, we're, we're sympathetic. And we're sexy. <laughs> Matt's in Baltimore, Maryland. What's up, Matt? What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, Evan and Tiki? So what's here's up? the thing, Evan, that I wanted to talk to you about your whole part about the Bucks idea. Yeah. There's a team in the South that has the exact model that the Jets did, the Saints, and that turned into be, to be an abject disaster. I get the cap part, but the Saints did the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. The Hall of Fame quarterback yeah. were getting Derek Carr, and it didn't turn out that well. They were 7-10 and 10 the year before, just like the Jets were. And would you be okay with how the Saints are doing, I guess, minus the cap? So there is a similar situation that I think is more akin to the Jets. The Saints model, 
compared to the Bucks month. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it is the same because they didn't add Drew Brees. They added Drew Brees a decade and a half ago. Like, you're talking about the end of Drew Brees into how do you replace him into Derek Carr. I don't think it's the same. Like, I just uh, it's just it's. But that's, I think it's exactly what he's saying. He, you're. He said exactly what you want to happen with the Jets, mm-hmm. except for instead of getting Baker Mayfield, the Saints got Derek Carr. Right. And Derek Carr, while he was good at moments, especially in the latter half of the season when they won, they won, they won some games. Early on, it was a disaster. Yes. Right. It, it just it, it looked like it wasn't going to work out. He was screaming at all the young kids and Raheed Shahid, all these things that were felt like it was going to break down. Eventually, it stabilized, and Dennis Allen finally got a winning season as a head coach. At nine and eight, um, but I, I don't know. That didn't feel inspiring, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like. Oh yeah, this team has a chance to win a Super Bowl. It was like, okay, they need teams to lose, including the Bucks, and then maybe we sneak into and, the playoffs. And you know, it's right? funny. Three years from now, when Aaron retires, that is the kind of quarterback that's a solid pivot. Oh, I got Derek Carr for a year right. or two, but is it? <laughs> Look, to your point, it's more complicated than just a quarterback. The Jets have put together a roster, and I still feel this way even after a season that was so frustrating in which with better quarterback play, they're a playoff team. That's not to ignore their flaws on their offensive line. It's not to ignore their flaws of needing another wide receiver. It's not to ignore the flaws of Robert Sala, but I think we could all agree they won seven games with literally the worst quarterback play in the world two years in a row. Right, but it was also coupled, and a lot of that bad quarterback play was because. Let's hear it. Well, I'm just going to tell you this, Tiki, because me and Tommy have picked up on something. Evan has clearly read this breaking news, so we're going to. Uh, I've read expect. breaking news. You're yes. ignoring Tiki as he's pontificating we, we about the We read Evan's face, and we know he's aware of the I news. I actually don't know the breaking news. I was reading on my tablet, you know, the Saints records the last couple of years. <laughs> really? You're not lying to us? I do no. not know the breaking news. All right, and you're going to be stuck. What sport is it? The NBA. We got a trade? No, we have a coach firing. Whoa. Don't tell me Jacques Vaughn, because that would make me, and I don't want to celebrate a man being fired, but Jacques Vaughn has done such a freaking terrible job. The Nets still in the league. That if you tell me on the hours before we go to Brooklyn that the Nets have removed themselves from Jacques Vaughn, I ain't going to lie, Tiki, there'll be a little bit of happiness. So I'm going to close my eyes. Tell me the good news. All right, Adrian Wojnarowski has confirmed the Nets have not fired Jacques Vaughn. The Nets still in the league. Tease me like that. The Bucks have fired Adrian Griffin. The Bucks have fired Adrian Griffin? He was only hired in what? June. And he also, just... if I'm correct, I was looking at the standings this morning, they're 30 and 13. Yeah, they're yeah. three and a half games out oh, behind so the is, Celtics. This is someone. definitely something non-basketball related. We do not have any update on if there's anything well, non-basketball related. Okay, so in fairness, without oh, reading too God, deeply into this. a caveat to it. Okay, finish your thought then. The Bucks are about to hire their next head coach, according to Shams and Chris Haynes. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get there, my first thought was early this season they had their struggles, yeah. and he sounded like a coach that was losing the oh. room a little bit. Well, you guys are freaking out about the coaching hire. You may as well just tell us. Oh, yeah. Doc Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> really? The Knicks are back. According yeah. to Shams and Chris Haynes, Doc Rivers has emerged as a serious candidate to become the next head coach of the Milwaukee. What it's day. amazing that Lugie is celebrating world? as if the Knicks won something. Because <laughs> Doc Rivers, as we know, stinks in the playoffs. So if the Knicks play the Bucs, we are looking pretty. Especially if the Bucs take a 3-1 series lead. Uh-huh. <laughs> then you guys are set up. Wow. So, I, again, could there be something coming with Adrian Griffin that he didn't make it through a whole year? That's one thing. But to 
the idea of having basically Doc seemingly ready and yeah, waiting. Yeah, so I'll answer this without any information. Just a, a educated speculation, as we call it. Yep. My educated speculation is Giannis didn't want him anymore. Yeah. And Giannis, because early this season, I forget specifically what it was, but the Bucks were sort of struggling to their expectations. And it felt like he didn't fully have that locker room, so there were early warning signs. But they've turned it around. Like, overall, I mean, 30 and 13, two seed in the Eastern Conference, like, hasn't coached in the postseason yet. Like, okay. <laughs> I would think he's going to get the full year, but not always. Remember David Blatt? I mean, yeah. sometimes you get the axe quick, but I think you get the axe quick when your roster of stars, Damian Lillard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, say, hey, this ain't working. And clearly, they look at Doc with all his experience, a lot of it bad, some of it good. He did win an NBA championship over a decade ago yes, in Boston. And they say this is the safer choice. That's a stunner. And we are two weeks away from the NBA going to Saturday nights on ABC. And Doc Rivers is part of how they blew up Van Gundy and Breen. That's right. <laughs> Who is sitting next to Doris and Breen now? Oh, oh my, that's the other. That's the other that's aspect of it. Question. Can we bring back Van Gundy? <laughs> sure can. The in-season tournament's over. He's not going to kill it this year. So Doc Rivers, forget about how Adrian didn't last his first year in Milwaukee. Doc Rivers, Tiki, couldn't even last the full year. Yeah, but as the, you know, Doc, Doc Rivers is being opportunistic. That that's not even a negative on Doc. No, taking I know. his job, but wow, uh, that's a stunner. I didn't see that one coming. So there just, you go. I'm reading this Sports Illustrated article now. This is a Sports bucket. Illustrated. I didn't know that existed. Right, it does. Maybe this is one of the last <laughs> things they got out. Man, Tiki wrote it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Inability, defensive woes, inability to adjust, not connecting with the players. I believe. That, I think. I think your instinct is right. Yeah. Well, I think the instinct always in the NBA is why was a coach fired? It has to do yeah. with the star players. I think what's difficult for us to comprehend, even with the Knicks having success this year, is how a coach at thirty and thirteen in his first season mm. would warrant being removed because this is still a results business. And while the box, the box, the box may not feel like the favorites in the Eastern Conference right now, I don't think any of us thought that despite those early issues, thirty and thirteen in your first year as head coach would be enough to get fired. So it's stunning. And then the caveat of Doc Rivers is walking. Whose music is that? By God, it's Doc Rivers. <laughs> it'll be Prunty who's the intro, but again, he's apparently the serious top candidate is Doc. So he's not hired yet. Oh, he's not hired yet. No, but uh-huh. nonetheless, for everybody who's saying he's a serious top candidate, that quick tells you. Tiki, am I a bad guy that for 30 seconds I was all worked up and excited yeah, thinking are. my now, coach was Now fired. you're going to go over to Barclays tonight with me in tow, and you're going to cheer for a guy that you just wanted fired 30 seconds ago. I only cheer because I want him to win. I Let's want go him next. to no, be great. You're going to cheer for a guy that you just fired a minute ago. Well, because he's done a terrible job. I mean, I'm sorry. That's sports. Don't you feel guilty? You want Adrian great Griffin job. to the Nets? Great job. <laughs> Speaking you. of firing, you know one of the most important? Intriguing questions I have for Aaron Boone. Which is? Has nothing to do with baseball. We'll talk baseball with him later. He's a diehard Eagle fan. Does Aaron Boone, and I won't use the word fire because that seems to alarm people. Diehard? Yeah, I know. He's a diehard Eagle fan. Did you want Nick Sirianni back as your head coach? And I ask that. He's not going to. He's not going to. Because if he says yes. He's not going to undercut a fellow coaching brother. There's no chance. If he says yes. Either I or Sean, you can too, would obviously follow up by saying, does that make you understand how Yankee fans have felt over oh, the years? Oh, that's jacked. No, I don't think Aaron Boone should have lost his job. By the way. I'm a supporter of this. I'm I know, just saying. But you're going to set him up by firing his friend in Philly. I don't know if they're friends or not, but whatever. His nah, he's an Eagle Philly. fan. He ain't a, fan of, a friend of his. I'm just saying. He's gonna, you're going to set him up and then like flip it back to him? 
I may. You're no, saying that's wrong? But you know what? I think Boone's the that's, one that's coach. Cold-blooded. He's the one coach or manager who would get that because I he's agree. a legitimate sports fan. I think Boone would say, no, I, to- I totally get it. Mm. Like, yeah, I get why fans are like that. I mean, we're, we're passionate. We're crazy. Like, I think what he knows is the same thing of what I just said about Jacques Vaughn. It's not the personal with Jacques Vaughn. I like Jacques Vaughn in the one interaction I ever had with him. And I supported his hiring. He's just done a terrible job. It's just the reality. We'll get back to your calls next. I think the Jets have a plan right in front of them. It's the Tampa plan. Toll-free numbers 877-337-6666. Plus, Tiki said something the other day that we need to go into further detail on. He made a comment that Lamar Jackson is unstoppable. Is that true? Can the Chiefs be the one team to stop him? We'll discuss it coming up. Plus, I mentioned Aaron Boone will join us later on in the program. Evan and Tiki on the fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.